Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Subject to Change. And uh, we had a little bit of a break here for Christmas and the holidays. I hope you guys enjoyed them. Everybody stayed safe. I don't know if you had Zoom calls with your family or got together. Weird time. But all that matters is we're back. The NBA is kicked off. And more importantly, we got a big time guest. Chet Holmgren is joining the show. Chet, how you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be here. We appreciate you jumping on. This is, uh, I'm not going to lie, you might be, you might be top. I think Mikey gets number one every time we put it out there, and I'm pretty sure you're you're a close second. And every time, and Mikey's been on the show, but you know how how kids are with Mikey, right? Everybody's <laughs> like, bring, bring Chet on the show, bring Chet on the show, and you got a big time plug from Sada Baby when we had him on yeah. the, on the podcast. Let's oh, yeah. just let's jump right in there. How do you how do you know Sada Baby? Tell me about uh, that. So. I don't remember exactly when, but last year, sometime during junior high school season, uh, you know, he just followed me, followed him back, you know, like the music that he's putting out. Uh, you know, we were just talking a little bit on Instagram. Um, you know, he just said, what's up, said, what's up? And, you know, we just kind of been keeping a, a cool relationship since then. No, for sure, for sure. So if people, if people don't know who Chad Holmgren is, obviously you don't watch basketball or maybe, you know, any sports at all, but you are you're gonna you're a junior or a senior right now, right, Chet? Yeah. Okay. And uh, where t- tell you introduce yourself. Let me let you just completely introduce yourself. Tell me <laughs> All right. where you're uh, from, what you're doing right now, what's been I up. I got you. Uh, so so I'm Chet, like you said. Uh, I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, I play basketball. Uh, you're you pretty know. good at it too. You're not. I, bad. I'm all right. I'm all right. I get some props here and there, but um, you know, I'm at Minnehaha Academy right now. Uh, a lot of people know me, uh, not so much anymore, but a lot of people knew me before because you know I played with Jalen. You know, he's pretty good too at basketball. Um, uh, Jalen Suggs yeah. projected probably. I don't know. I don't know who's not going to take him at number one this year, but we'll uh, we'll see. But okay, and Chet, I'm not going to lie. When you introduce yourself, you you skimmed right over the fact. Probably the thing that annoys you the most about just going into public. How many times? How many times in your life have you been asked how tall are you? Uh, every time I go in public, pretty much. Uh, if I go around people I don't know, I always get the questions like, "The first ones, how tall are you? Second ones, do you play basketball?" You know, sometimes I'll throw them off and say, "Nah, like tennis or some other random thing," just because it, it gets boring saying the same thing over and over, but. It's uh, hilarious. Yeah, it, it gets annoying. It depends on my mood. If I'm, you know, sometimes sometimes I'll go along with it. Sometimes I'll just answer the questions, keep moving. Uh, yeah, it kind of depends. No, I feel you. I feel you. I used to do the same thing, but, like, people actually believe me because I'm 5'9", five 5'10". Five <laughs> but, like, if I said baseball, they're like, okay, you look like a baseball player. Baseball but, player. Like, you know, I mean, we'd be in that elevator, and I see how that would, people, that would throw some people off. But you know who you should hang out with more? Who? Rob Bob. Rob Bob? Oh. You know what I'm saying? Oh, because I don't even no, know where he is now. So. Oh, but listen, Chet, if you hung out with Rob Bob, people, I wouldn't be the tallest in the room. People wouldn't ask you how tall you were. They'd be like, dude, how yeah, tall is Rob? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You could, Rob, you sure. could feel like like me, like just a normal, like, like hype person. You know, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> uh let's talk about uh let's talk about your boy Jalen Suggs right now. You keeping up yeah. with a lot of college basketball? Yeah, I've been watching a lot of basketball. Uh, 
Uh, it kind of took a little dip because the NBA season started, but, you know, I'm still watching a few games every day pretty much. You watch more NBA or college when it's all on? Um, I'd say it's probably about half a half, to be honest. Um, half and half? Yeah, because, you know, college basketball is, you know, more immediate future. And then, you know, NBA basketball, hopefully, you know, that's the plan one day. No, uh, get sure. So, yeah, I, I, I kind of want to understand both because they're very different. Yeah, no, they're they're very very different. I feel like who was I just watching? Oh, I was watching the Heat and the Bucks last night, and then I switched back and watched a, a college game. And you, you, you'll see here in a couple couple months just how different the pace is. College guys and the spacing and all that stuff. You know, spacing's the big one. I mean, yeah, three point lines farther back, floor is bigger. Like, yeah, there's yeah. no there's no zoning. You can't you know guys aren't sitting in the lane. Well, I mean, you can zone, but you can't you can't sit in the lane all day. Yeah, I mean. I don't know if any NBA teams really zone on a consistent basis. Maybe a three-two, uh, I guess, keeps everybody out. Most teams, yeah, they just they, they switch it up to throw people off. Yeah, it's way different. So let's talk about the craziest thing that we've had to deal with as sports. You know, with with everything that's going on with COVID, no fans in the stands. Is that the case? Because you guys are playing right now high school basketball, right? No, we start January fourth. You guys don't start till January fourth. Yeah, it's, it's it's weird, but yeah, we start practice the fourth, and then I think we start games like a week later. So we're all watching basketball. Sports are like kind of back ish, but uh -huh. at the same time, I'm sitting here watching and playing in games with no no fans. Nobody's in the stands. You got these stupid cardboard cutouts, which are the dumbest things I've ever heard of. Like, they don't add. They don't add anything. It looks like you're watching like like uh, old video game like. NBA 2K, whatever, oh, yeah. 11 or something, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just bad graphics. <laughs> so what is it – you haven't started playing, right, high school basketball? No, not our season, technically, no. Okay. So do you feel like at least watching it, does it feel a lot, lot different when you're watching college basketball or not really? I mean, it doesn't feel different from the fan perspective because uh, you don't really even see the stands. You just see the court. But, yeah. I mean, I can, I can already, like – picture like the differences like you don't get you don't get any type of momentum from the crowd being like there's no home or away games all the games it's like scrimmages really that's there's exactly that's exactly you hit it right on the head it feels you don't have people behind the hoop when yeah. you shoot free throws you know doing stupid stuff trying to distract you you don't yeah. nobody's screaming like you can hear everything like end of a game tie game 30 seconds left like you can't hear somebody three feet away from you but right no fans like, it yeah, changes it changes everything. It does feel a hundred percent feels just like a scrimmage. I was telling people like that when I went home over Christmas break, like oh, what's it feel like? Uh, um and now Kansas, they had fans. They had three thousand. I'm pretty sure it was more than three thousand, but that's you know, whatever. That's Kansas. They might have just left the door propped open. Um, <laughs> you know, but like at West Virginia, we don't have any fans and it's dead silent in there. You know, you have to create your own energy. Now, you haven't played a high school game with that yet, but did, did they have fans that you, you just got done playing Imani Bates, what, a couple weeks, weeks ago? Uh, I'd say it was about like a month ago or so. A month ago now? I got month you. Half, I don't know. Yeah. Did they have fans there? Yeah, there were a few. I, it was limited, though. It, wasn't, it definitely wasn't packed in there. Um, it was, yeah, it was probably about like 30% capacity. 
I got you. I got you. Was it was it different playing then? Because I'm assuming. I mean, you're used to playing with Jalen Suggs in high school. You guys had sold out crowds. Are oh you yeah, expecting I'm, it to be different. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, we played in sold out crowds. We played in empty gyms. Um, so like, I kind of used to it. But like, once the game starts going, you kind of forget about all the the extra stuff. Like the fans, they don't really. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. You don't, you it don't doesn't notice them that matter. much. Once you get going up and down, like you're kind of focused on the game. I don't really notice it too much. Yeah. How much? How much? Like day to day. How when you when you say you start practice, you've already started practice for high school or no? No, not till the fourth. And then you don't play until when? A week later. So oh, yeah. You got a week to practice. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, shoot. I guess AU is pretty much like that too. You 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 meet the guys and then you. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, we've been fine for the last however long. We haven't practiced – for AAU, we didn't really practice as a team all that often. Um, right. Like we'd all work out and stuff. But uh, for the most part, our AAU team, we've been – we've had the same group of guys since, like, third grade. So, I mean, we've yeah. been running the same stuff since third grade. We don't need to practice it anymore. We know, we know like, the sets and stuff. Uh, so, we kind of just, you know, go work out, stay in shape, keep the jump shot going, and then uh, just kind of show up and put it together. Do you get foul calls, honestly, on a on a on a game uh, basis, or not really in high school? I mean, it depends on the day, but for the most part, you know. Shout out to Minnesota refs. You know they've they've kept it they've kept it fair. Hey, Chet, you're a smart man. Wait, <laughs> listen, you might have to start. You might start your political career right now. Run for governor because you nah, know how to answer the questions. Nah, politics isn't for me. Uh, I, I I know, but you, hey, at least sometimes down the road, I don't know, you know how to answer the question because. Well, yeah, I mean, it's already hard enough to please everybody. So, you know, politics, you know, it's, it's almost impossible on that one. Yeah, but here's the great thing, Chet, is you don't have to please everybody. You know, you're going to no, I understand that. I understand that, but. You're going to continue. That's kind of what politics, politics is like a popularity game, basically. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Not, not fun, not for us. Yeah, I don't, I don't like getting into those ones. Well, you better be kidding because you say that and then run for governor and now somebody puts this clip out there and like this guy, it's like Anthony Edwards when he said like, I don't even really like basketball, but then they explain now he's the number I, one. I feel player. like I didn't, I don't know the whole story on that one, but I feel like they took that out of context. Yeah. How, how funny are Anthony Edwards interviews though? They're pretty good. They're good. I don't know um, if I've, had, I've seen a better rookie interview on the outside. Talk about I something. Mean, funny, funnier, funnier. Um, yeah, that was definitely a good one. I definitely – after I saw that clip, I had to go watch the whole thing. <laughs> the whole interview? Yeah, I had to go watch it. No, nah, he's funny. He's good. There's, this rookie class is pretty interesting, both, like, on and off the court. You got oh, all the LaMelo stuff. Have you been keeping up with a lot of rookies? Uh, Yeah, I've been a decent amount. A decent amount, yeah. Probably – yeah, probably the lottery. And then, you know, a few guys that, you know, I've – Seen for a few years. Uh, what do you think about uh, Lamelo's situation and and uh, uh, with the Hornets right now? You think that's a good? I think fit? it's good. I think it's good because uh, you know he's got good people he can learn behind, especially like Terry Rozier and Devonte Graham. Then you got Gordon Hayward. Uh, you got Bismack Biombo. You know, kind of. Uh, I'm only saying that because I saw the little clip of him. You know, giving some advice to Lamelo. I don't know what he was saying, but right, right. it looked like it looked like it was important and, and helpful. Um, but, I mean, I feel like it's kind of an awkward situation for them at the same time because, you know, they do have a lot of lot of veterans and older guys. So, like, are they going to push for the playoffs? Are they going to give LaMelo some more time to, you know, kind of develop more? I don't know. We'll see. Um, 
but it should be interesting. He'll be fine either way. No, he's definitely going to be fine. I know people are like, uh, I mean, that's what everybody wants to do on social media, which is kind of when you brought up the whole people pleasing and stuff like that. I just feel like with our generation now, like you, like I, I don't even get to, I don't read comments anymore. Like I stay completely away I from it. I'm not sure I used to do that. that. Yeah, I stopped too. So you completely, you're completely away from, you don't read a comment on your social media. Oh, no, All right, I'll take that back. I do read comments. Um, I'm not telling everybody, go comment on my post, blah, 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 stay super stuff. So you can get my attention. Don't do that. Um, right. But I, I read them here and there. I don't respond anymore. Because um, it's just like, for what? What's the point? Wasting my time. I got more important things to do than sit on social media and respond to endless amounts of people. But um, but yeah, it's definitely like like you said, after watch after I think it was the first preseason game and LaMelo had zero points, missed a few shots. Um, but he had a lot of great plays and people on the internet talk about bust, blah blah blah. It's like he's a preseason game. It doesn't even mean anything. And you know, people jump into jump into uh, conclusions and stuff. Um, you know, it's frustrating. Uh, it's kind of annoying that, uh, you know, people could just do that and, like, no accountability or anything they yeah. say. But, uh, all right, I'm done ranting now. <laughs> no, 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 this is a good rant. To be honest, this is uh, – It definitely is, but, you know, I don't feel like – In terms of, like, like this podcast good. and stuff like this, if Tom was here today, and our viewers know that Tom is 100% the, the – um, Pros and cons, he's all pros for social media. He loves social media. He loves TikTok and all this. I like, mean, yeah, no, no, I'm huge on social media. I think it's a great thing when it's used correctly, but I think a lot of people but use it There's a lot of negative. There's a lot of negative yeah. with it. I don't understand why people, you know, will waste time in their life to be worried about another man they don't even know. Like, yeah, they have no idea. They've never met this person, but they're commenting twice a day on this person's life. I don't, I don't understand it, to be honest. Yeah, it's... So, uh, yeah, it's post, post and ghost. That's what I've I've pretty much gotten <laughs> to the point now where if you want to post something like uh, – actually, it's crazy. The baby, out of all people, the philosopher that the baby is, uh, <laughs> he, tweeted, uh, he tweeted something about if social media wasn't such a lucrative business tool, I wouldn't be on it. Uh, like it's I say that all the time. Yeah, if, yeah. I, if social media wasn't going to make me money one day, I'd delete it personally because it's not, it's not really – I mean, I can say that from my position. A lot of people, like, like a couple of years ago, I think I had, like, 1,500 followers or something. I was like, oh, I want followers. You know, because it's like, it's like an adrenaline rush or something. When you see you get, like, 100 followers in, like, 10 minutes, like, like you feel, like, some type of gratitude. That's a little, little dopamine. And then, yeah, little and then dopamine once you get it, once you get it, you realize, like, all right, what has that done for me? Really not much. Um, it's just random people tuning into my life. Uh, doesn't mean that much. It doesn't really help me do anything. Hopefully one day uh, it can make me some money and actually help me out. But other than that, uh, it's really only good for, you know, making you money and then uh, it gives you a platform, like for important things like social justice issues. Yeah. Uh, I, feel, I feel like, okay, let me, yeah. If, if I wasn't going to make money on social media, I'd probably keep it just for like social justice issues. But other than that, I kind of I think it's kind of pointless to be honest. No, I, I completely agree. And then even with the social justice stuff, you, like there's a there's a fine line between that because people at the same time, like what we saw with you know uh, you know Black Lives Matter and and how great of a movement that was for like so many people, especially in the sports world. And I'm sure yeah. you saw that too. 
But then, you know, social media also gives a voice to the people who are ignorant, who, you know, don't want to yeah. see change and all this stuff. So there's just like pro, there's just like this weird, you know, pros and cons about it. But I completely agree. If it wasn't a lucrative business opportunity, uh, I, I don't, I don't really, really care for it as much. Now, with my podcast and with YouTube and uh, even Instagram and stuff, the main way I look at it is there's, if there's a hundred thousand, you know, followers and, you know, only a hundred of them are kids who like look up to a guy like you or a guy like me and something that we post. If you, or, can, yeah, or, if you can touch that, those hundred kids and you know, inspire them to be great. Yeah. I love it. But the problem with that is then you got to deal with a thousand people that are, you got to you, you deal with a lot of my language, people. but talking yeah. shit on, yeah, talking shit on the internet for yeah. no reason. Um, you know, and me talking about this and rant about this, I feel like a bunch of people are going to try and get at me. Like, I care. Yeah. I really don't. You guys can comment all day. Um, at the end of the day, it's wasting your guys' time. <laughs> it's not wasted by that. At, at the end of the day, that's the easiest way to, to shut anybody up is to show that they just can't get to you. As soon as, as, soon, that's how like yeah. the internet mob works. As soon as they see, yeah. oh, we got under somebody's skin, now here comes all the, you know, Cheeto fingers into the comment section. You know what I'm saying? But as soon as you leave them alone, don't say nothing back, keep moving. Now all of a sudden they, they just move on. They're like piranhas. They move they on to the next on. one. Yeah. It's an yeah. endless circle. Yeah. No, bro, this is it's funny. Okay, let's let's plug the, the YouTube channel. Now that we're talking about all the yeah. negative stuff, I'm glad we yeah. hit that because we're both on the same page. Social yeah. media, if if I can touch just one life out of you know the 10 people the other nine hate me or just want to see me fall or fail or whatever cool but if i can get one kid who follows me and wants all this stuff there's a lot of positive aspects to it that's why i did this stuff and now you're starting to kind of get into it as well talk yeah. about youtube why'd you decide to you just started a youtube channel right yeah um so basically you know coronavirus pandemic everything's closed nothing to do so you know i've had a lot of time in my in my crib to think uh and you know i've just been been bored really uh and then like you said business opportunities you know uh people you know you can touch uh both in terms of you know if you build the platform you can touch even more people um in terms of you know uh justice issues social right. justice issues all types of different things um and then down the road hopefully you know business opportunities uh things like that and then also just you know being able to kind of share my story, you know, I, I put on my Instagram, you know, uh, uh, you know, give me some ideas for videos you guys like to see. I haven't posted any videos yet, but y'all can still go subscribe to my to my channel. If I get 2,000 subscribers, I'll drop my first video. Um, yeah, for sure. Link will be somewhere attached to this. Y'all can find we, it. Um, we will we will get the YouTube link in yes, here for sir. sure, no yes, doubt. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, like I was saying, you know, business opportunities down the road, and then just being able to touch people and and share my story really because uh, i feel like you know over time and slam and all these uh different news outlets you know they they ask me questions and share my story and stuff and you know uh if i could do that for myself and benefit myself doing that because uh, i'm already yeah. doing it uh, i thought that'd be a good idea so yeah well let's 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 get into that like the stuff that kids are going to see people are going to see shouldn't say kids because there's you'd be surprised who watches your stuff but um yeah just people what they're going to see on on chet holmgren's youtube is what tell me your story like uh, i want to i, I want to know from the start. Yeah. 
I haven't a hundred percent decided what I'm going to do, but it's, it's going to be a big variety of things. Um, you know, when I, when I asked people what they wanted to see, you know, probably 50% of the comments was, you know, do a day in the life, do a, you know, what's your daily routine. Um, and then like workout videos and stuff, which if I did a day in the life, it would be in there. Right. Um, and then, like pregame routine, just like kind of, kind of just wanted to see into my life. Like I said, you know, get to share my story from, you know, my own type of platform and benefit from it. And then, you know, also kind of wanted to do some things, you know, give back to the fans. Um, Cause you know, uh, if I could brighten up somebody's day, like if I made a video of me calling fans um, out of the blue, you know, if I could make somebody's day doing that, cause uh, I definitely feel like, you know, that would make some people's day. If I could do that and, you know, make a pretty cool video out of it, you know, that'd be cool too. Um, you know, maybe like a giveaway video, uh, giving away some, some, uh, like, like an old Jersey or something, uh, something like that, you know, just still brainstorming, uh, through ideas, but, uh, we'll figure it out. No, I like it. I like it. Well, let's talk about, so they're going to see day in the life and stuff and they're going to see, they're going to see Chet Holmgren, the potential number one pick in the upcoming drafts, whatever year it may be. Um, they're seeing that Chet. Okay. Let's take it back. How old are you right now? 18. Okay, let's take it back, I don't know, eight years, nine or eight, seven years, whatever. When you're 10, just kind of starting to get in the groove of maybe this basketball thing is for me. Talk, talk to me about your development as a player, which I'm sure you've told the story a hundred times, but mm-hmm. being a much different, like, prototypical player, I mean, yes, your height is something that's always separated you but that also had to come with, I'm sure, challenges and other things that you had to kind of face. I mean, people don't expect you to play anywhere outside of five feet away from the rim. But if anybody watches you play, you play more like you want to be like a 6'3 guard and have all the skills. Yeah. To do. So mm-hmm. talk to me about your development coming up. Yeah, uh, so it definitely was a development. It took a lot of time. Um, I did my due diligence on the bench um, coming up, watching, uh, learning. Uh, but it definitely paid off. My coaches never, never really uh, taught me to play on the inside or even inside out. I was taught how to play outside in because, um, you know, they saw where the game was going. Um, kind of started with, with uh, Dirk and then KD took it to a whole new level. Right. Um, and then now you see, like, you know, if you're if you're under 6'6 six, six in the league, even at point guard, you're, you're a small, small player. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, game's definitely changing, and that's kind of just wanted. Uh, my coaches just kind of wanted to make sure that you know I was, I was you know kind of caught up um, in terms of style of play, and uh, definitely paid off. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So when was like who who was the biggest impact on you? Because in order to have like a guard skill set that you have at your height, yeah, who impacted you the most? Because I I grew up as well right next door in Wisconsin. There's just not a lot in the in the upper Midwest of, you know, big city where you got trainers, you got all this stuff where, you know, at least, you know, country renowned where a lot of people know these trainers. Do you have one? How did that kind of go growing up or was it just yeah. coaches and, and pops or, or who was it? Yeah, so it was def- I'd definitely say like my dad's probably tied up there at the biggest because, I mean, without him, I wouldn't even play really probably play basketball. Maybe I don't know, but I went to started when I started, um, and then I'd say uh, coach uh, coach Larry. That's Jalen's dad, actually. So, you know, uh, been with him since third grade, and you know, basketball genius over there. Um, 
anybody could have a 10 minute conversation about basketball with them and, and, and kind of know that. Um, but like you said about the big cities and the renowned trainers and stuff, um, you know, don't get fooled by, you know, the names of trainers and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, not everybody who uh, kind of puts out the image of a great trainer, you know, a lot of, like, it's, it's definitely, I mean, in any type of business, there's going to be, you know, bad business and, you know, people yeah. looking to get money. So, you know, just be careful. Don't, don't just fall for anything. Um, yeah, for sure. Definitely not trying to put bad blood out there on any, t any trainers, but I'm just saying, you know, be careful because, you know, not everything's how it seems. Um, and, you know, the name isn't everything. There's a lot of people like, like Larry, I'm sure not many people outside of the, you know, real tight mm -hmm. basketball world, uh, know, know him or know about his body of work too much, but, uh, definitely great. Um, well, if you I mean, him, so. forget a body of work when, you know, you got Jalen Suggs is, you know, <laughs> son, you yeah. know I mean? that speaks for yeah. itself. Speaks in, for terms itself. Of, yeah. in terms of his basketball mind, what are, what are workouts look like with him? Like, what is he talking to you about and stuff like that? Like as you're growing up, I mean, is yeah. he comparing you to NBA guys? Is he instilling that kind of confidence in you? What makes him different mm -hmm. or so impactful for you as a, not even a trainer, but um, just an influence? That's a hard question to answer because I don't really, I couldn't give you a straight up answer, but um, yeah, that's a tough one. Um, what about your pops? Yeah, my How dad. He impacted? Well, I mean, he got me to play basketball even when I didn't want to play basketball. And then I ended up wanting to play basketball myself. So, you know, that kind of speaks for itself. Hold but on, hold later. on, hold on, pause, pause, hold on. So Chet, Chet at one point, which I'm assuming you were always the tallest person in any room at yeah. any age. Yeah. So you didn't want to play basketball and Pops was like, hey, maybe we should give this a shot. How, how old were you when that happened? Uh, probably like second grade and then – you know, he said, just go watch. And then I was like, one day I was like, I'm here. I might as well put my shoes on. And then I played and it was parkboard. So like, okay. yep. everybody was terrible. I was terrible. <laughs> but I was just tall. So like I was better than everybody because I could miss right. like eight shots, get my rebound and then shoot till I made it. Right. Um, and then the next year I did AU, And uh, that's kind of, that was like my eye opening experience. Cause you know, that's, that's where it gets serious. Uh, so, yeah, I probably played, like, three minutes the whole AAU season. Um, hey, three minutes is three minutes. Okay, listen, if you yeah, want to – The real bench one for that year. Right. If you want to tie them up, right, say second grade pops is like, play basketball, Chet, nah, I don't want to. What would Chet Holmgren be doing right now if he wasn't hooping? I don't know. To be honest, I think I was born to play basketball, so uh, – I don't know. There's, there's those dudes that are just like, you look at them, you're like, yeah, they were born to play basketball. If they weren't playing basketball, I don't know what they'd be doing. That's me. No, yeah. don't give me that. Like, I'm sure I'd find something, but, like, I haven't thought about it because, you know, I play basketball. That's, that's what I do. You, what, what do you do in your free time? You do something. You play video games? Yeah, I'd just be, you know, chilling, to be honest, playing video games. You know, I love to eat food. People look at me, they're like, skinny, eats food. I'm like, I eat food. I just, I'm skinny. Like, not but you, but you can put away some food? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How many Definitely. calories you got to eat in a day? I know, like, just at your height, that There's people a lot. are looking forward. Yeah. Do you have a nutritionist to, or anything, or you do it all yourself? Nah, but, like, I've done some research. Like, I'm sure it'll get, you know, as the years go on, it'll get more and more serious. Um, but right, right now, I was just trying to eat as much as I can. I try to get three good meals of, like, 
at least a thousand calories. Then I try to throw two snacks in there uh, of at least like 500, you know, and then I've got like, you know, I've got a lot of snacks and then. Uh, All right, this, this will be good for the, the social cuts. So, okay. Chet, give me 24 hours. You wake up to when you go to sleep. Like what's a normal eating day look like for you? Just give me an example. All right. Um, so when I wake up, I'd probably get a, a big bowl of oatmeal with some fruit. Um, and then I'd probably get, uh, you know, Fact. What'd you say? Oatmeal is disgusting, by the way. Fact. No, I used to think the same thing, but the little Insta oatmeal packs, put some milk in there. They're actually pretty decent. And then throw okay. some fruit in there. They're decent. Okay. Regular. Like if you get if you get the big tub of like raw oatmeal and it's all dry and yeah, yeah those are nasty. No flavor. Okay. Um, then I'll get some eggs, throw it in there with that. And then I'll have like, uh, I drink a lot of chocolate milk. So I'll probably throw chocolate milk in, you know, until it runs out with every meal. Um, and then, you know, snack, granola bars and fruit really work, work pretty well. Um, you know, peanut butter and apples, stuff like that. Uh, you know, smoothies, protein shakes. Um, Are and we then, even to uh, lunch yet? No, uh, okay. but like I was covering all the snacks. I was covering all the snacks in one. Got it, got Not, it. That wasn't one single snack. That was just like a bunch of stuff that I, that was examples, yeah. Um, and then lunch, uh, probably try to go with, um, you know, some, some salmon, uh either some like rice or uh some uh dinner rolls or something even though it's lunch um and then try to have some fruit again some chocolate milk and then dinner uh i'll do my that's where i get my vegetables i like vegetables but i don't like them that much to have them with multiple meals in a day right. uh so you know that's when i'll have more heavy protein like uh you know if it's if if it's a good day you know have some steak uh, or something like that and then you know mashed potatoes that's a good example um and then like some uh some roasted veggies uh it, it mixes up a lot uh, but like broccoli carrots stuff like that that's pretty regular and then a, a huge brownie right or something cake something uh, uh, choc chocolate, ice cream, chocolate ice cream right. uh and then i got some like uh I always put I always put caramel on top. Chocolate right. ice cream. Yeah, you put caramel on top of chocolate ice cream? Yeah. It sounds weird, but it tastes good. It's no, not one hundred percent. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard, actually, I'm pretty sure. Uh I don't think it's the weirdest. No, it's you, not. You, We've had you some look the boring that life if that's the weirdest thing you've heard. No, yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. go lie. That's yeah. not the weirdest thing we've heard on even the show. That's <laughs> some weird stuff. But that's weird. All right, that's weird. Chad there's Holmgren there's plenty of people that do a lot weirder with food. Yeah, but still, Chet Holmgren is confirmed a big food guy and a big weird dessert oh, yeah. guy. Loves weird desserts. All right. Okay, so you're doing all this stuff, and you're trying to prepare for the next step. You're in high school, and actually, let's not even skip over that. Okay, so take me through your first, your first three years of high school, how those went. Were, yeah. you, were you born and raised in that same area? You were always zoned to go there and yeah. play with Suggs, or was that kind of, uh, you know? Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll bring it back. Yeah. I've always lived in South Minneapolis. Uh, Jalen lived probably five miles away, other side of the river, Mississippi river. For those of you guys who don't know Minnesota geography, um, St. Paul and Minnesota are right next to each other and a river goes in between. So he lived right on the other side of the river. Um, and then the school was kind of like right in the middle, almost kind of river. 
The school was in the river. Got it. No, okay, no right next to the river. It, it was on the river, but not in the river, if that makes Got sense. It. Yep. it wasn't in the river. And, um, so basically, like, uh, a bunch of us from AAU wanted to play together. So, you know, we all kind of chose a school we could go to, uh, to go to together. Um, and that was, like, sixth grade. Uh, we all started at Minnehaha in sixth grade. So, like, they're saying we recruit. But we don't because, I mean, if you're recruiting sixth graders, then you should be on an NBA scout team somewhere. Yeah, um, that's impressive. Yeah, very impressive. <laughs> um, and then, you know, kind of Jalen started playing varsity in seventh grade. Uh, instant impact, you know, averaged like 14 as a seventh grader, you know. He averaged 14 game. in high school on the varsity <laughs> team as a seventh grader? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the, the, you know, the level of our schedule definitely changed over the years. but Right. Well, that's still a big accomplishment as a seventh grader. For, um, yeah, no matter what. I, I, I started playing varsity in eighth grade. Didn't play much. Back to my bench warmer days, but it was a good experience. And then going on to high school, like you asked, um, freshman year, uh, I think I was like sixth man, seventh man, you know, came off the bench, played my role, spaced the floor, set picks, uh, you know, had a good play here and there, but for the most part, I was a role player, had some older guys playing over me. Um, and then sophomore year, I think I was like the only big dude on our team. Uh, other than that, it was all like point guards, shooting guards, and then we had like a couple small forwards. Um, but like that meant that I had to play a big role. Um, I never really subbed out unless I was in foul trouble. Um, so like I played a lot um, and it kind of paid off. Uh, that was like the year like I kind of blew up. Sophomore year, going into junior year, uh, AAU season was like when I really blew up. But it all started that high school season, and then uh, so we won state championships. I forgot to mention we won state championships my eighth grade year, my freshman year, and my sophomore year, <laughs> and then junior year. Over that, what'd you say? You just kind of brushed over the three state championships that happened. So you okay? Corona. You weren't like a huge impact eighth grade and freshman year. It didn't really kind of come to fruition until your sophomore year, you're saying? Yeah. So, like, I mean, I won I won a championship at every kind of role, kind of like, yeah. you know, uh, eighth grade year, you know, I was kind of like Jared Dudley. You know, I held down the bench. Um, I was there when needed. You know, I made sure, you know, everything was yep. you know, coming together. And then freshman year, you know, I was coming off the bench playing my role. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, I knew who to give the ball to. Um, and then sophomore year was kind of like when I got to really step up and uh, and be my whole player and kind of show what I could do. Um, and, you know, we still won. So, yeah. And that's uh, that's not super uncommon for for high school kids to go through. Yeah, kind that's of that's kind of like the. That's kind of like the. the, yeah, climb the, of the average, yeah. But like with a little different. I don't know how to explain it. It's hard to it's hard to word. I'm sure there was a lot of different things that happened in between there and, you know, ups and downs. But for kids that are listening to the pod right now and that might be going through that or eventually going to go through that, you yeah. said something really well. Like, whatever it was, whatever year I was in, it didn't matter. It was I knew what my role was and I played it yeah. just to the best of my ability. Mm -hmm. That had to be difficult at times, though, or maybe it didn't. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, it was really frustrating, especially eighth grade year when I wasn't playing. Like, I felt like I, I was good enough to play, but, you know, I had to do my due diligence. There were older guys uh, 
at the end of the day. Seniority is definitely a thing. Um, people think it's really dumb, but it definitely is a thing. It plays a role for sure. is, yeah, so um, I kind of, yeah, I just had to sit back and, you know, keep working in practice. Because, I mean, even if you're not playing in games, freshman year, eighth grade year, that's still really early, especially if you're on varsity, you know, that's still a really good, good thing. You just got to kind of keep your head down and go hard in practice because, you know, those guys, the older guys graduate and then, you know, it's your turn. You got to be ready when it's your turn. How much, uh, how much time in a day do you put in on the floor or just basketball in general, not just on the floor? If it's weights, uh, yeah. film, whatever. Yeah, it depends on the day. Um, but like so far today, uh, I think I was at the gym for like almost four hours, uh, do like an hour and a half of, um, of weights. Uh, I do that six days a week. Um, yeah. And then, you know, did some uh, today with a lot of shooting, uh, shooting drills and stuff. Uh, and then we did some like one-on-one -on -one stuff after because we can't fill the gym up enough to have five on five, but okay. uh, got it in a little bit. Um, and then, you know, you can't, you can't for 12 hours a day, you know, your body will fall apart. But uh, I definitely, I definitely like to, you know, watch a lot of basketball even when I'm not hooping because I feel like, you know, uh, watching basketball is still, you know, putting in work. Um, Cause you know, especially if you're watching it with intent to like understand and, and learn from it, um, you know, pausing it, rewinding it, watching this, um, yep. seeing where this guy goes, why he goes there, um, why this happened, uh, stuff like that. So I probably, you know, depending on the day, but probably watch a couple hours of basketball too. So I'd say add up to like six hours a day. Yeah. Anywhere from like three to six hours a day that, I mean, I think kids, it's important for kids to hear that because nowadays, um, you know, I'll get, I'll get people, I'll get kids, right? And they'll be younger and I'll have, you know, met them at some point and they'll be like, hey, you know, do you know anybody who could make like a, like a workout edit, like video for me? And I'm just like, okay, now this is what people don't put together and understand. Like they see Chet or they see, you know, my stuff from high school and they're like, well, they just, you know, it was just a video and that like everybody watched yeah. it, it up, whatever. They don't understand it's the fact that you don't get that kind of stuff. That is like the final tip of the iceberg. It's the last point of destination. It's that whole road of constant yeah. days where nobody's in the gym with you, which I'm assuming not a lot of people go in with you unless it's, you know, whatever, to rebound or something like that. You're in there by yourself three to six hours a day. And if anybody yeah. out there right now is listening and has a passion, understand that you're only going to see, and this kind of ties back in with social media, you're only going to see that end result. You're only going to see the highlight plays and all that stuff, workouts and all this stuff. And you're going to fail. What you can't do is fail to understand that that took 10,000 hours or more yeah. in total, somewhere between our three and six hours a day that you just hit on to get to that point. Don't try to skip steps. That's why I just wanted to – I was curious to how much time you put in. I knew it had to be a lot of – Yeah, a lot of play. people – yeah, a lot of people like hunt for gratitude without accomplishing anything. Um, that's the problem with social media. Like people are, you know, they want likes, they want people to see them doing this and, you know, think of them this way. Like that's not, I don't think that's how it works. Cause I mean, thankfully social media wasn't big when, you know, we were growing up, but now there's like third and fourth graders, you know, posting mixtapes and stuff. Yeah, and honestly, like, like, you know, great for them. 
um, I'm yeah, great for them. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> hating on anybody, but no, no, no. like personally, uh, I don't post mixtapes anymore. I don't believe in them anymore. Cause I mean, you could, you could have, you could have 12 points on 28 shots and have 11 turnovers, but, but somebody you, could, post- you could make a cold mixtape with that 12 points. Right. Just saying. Yeah. So like mixtapes hide the mistakes. Yeah. Um, and then like workout videos and stuff. Uh, that goes back to, you know, chasing gratitude without accomplishing anything. You know, the workouts, yeah. you, you shouldn't chase gratitude for the workouts. You should chase gratitude for, you know, what the workouts do. They, you know, at the end of the day, they help you perform better. And that's what you should be looking yeah. for. You should, yeah, not the, not I the I think workout. our generation is used to, everything's got to be like polished. It's got to be like yeah. all prettied up. You know what I'm saying? There's no more like raw cut of like, this is what a real workout looks like. This is what like my one-on-ones look like okay. where everybody's getting their ass busted, but instead of it just being all one-sided, you get to see, like, like you said, what the work really does for you. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. And like, how, how can you make a workout video with cuts? That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. If, if you're making a workout video, it's pretty much the raw workout through and through. Cause like, what is somebody, if they're watching you do a workout video or part of the workout video is just you shooting a shot. They're not seeing the whole move you did before. They're not seeing why you did the move. They're, they're not seeing, seeing game speed. They're not seeing reads that were explained to you by the trainer, which right. they should be doing. Um, yeah, it just, yeah. I'm not yeah, sure. it's, it's getting a little bit out of control, but, but there, there's definitely still, at the end of the day, there's guys who are going to separate themselves from the pack. And guys like you, um, I'm trying to think just in high school right now, uh, you, Mikey, Imani, who you played, Talk to me about the game with Amani Bates. You guys went down there, uh, played them. It was like a, it was classified as an AAU game, so that way you could, you know, it's not a high school game because you're not starting until January. Whatever you and Amani played. Talk to me about Amani and his game. What did you think of it? Uh, I definitely think he's he's great. Um, he's definitely very good. Uh, you know, three level score. Uh, you know, can pretty much make something happen out of nothing. Um. Uh, yeah, definitely a tough cover. Uh, it, was, it was a great game uh, to be able to go down there, and uh, you know we were we were just glad for the for the opportunity, so we went to uh, make the most out of it. He's he's younger though, right? How old is Imani? Yeah, I think he's sixteen. So yeah, sixteen. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so he's he's two years younger than you. He's still got a lot of time left in high school. Um, yeah. But you, you see you see him being you know, and you to be honest. Let's talk about. A year from now, I know you're not sitting here making a college decision. That's not what I'm asking you to do. Uh, yeah. uh, but there's now you have to ask everybody coming up in high school at your level, are you, you know, thinking about only college route? Because yeah. no, no longer is it wrong. Because for a long time, it was like, oh, he wants to just skip college. That's stupid. You can't do that. Well, that's not the case anymore. Guys are doing it. Guys are showing it works. LaMelo's in the league and never stepped foot on a college campus. It, it, it does work. You got Jalen Green um, and all these guys in that G League class. Yeah. Talk to me about where your mind's at in terms of I have another year before I have to make a pretty big decision at age 18 or 19, whatever you're going to be. Yeah. Uh, right now, I'm definitely just focused on finding the right uh, college. Um, uh, you know, the education part was big. Uh, and, you know, they're changing the name and likeness rules. So I feel like uh, – you know, if 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 I'm a good businessman, I don't know yet, but hopefully, uh, you know, I could make, uh, you know, close to the same amount um, as if uh, some of these other options. 
uh, if, if you're real good in business, you can make a lot more than than you ever will on the court. But that's a different. Yeah, matter. yeah, yeah, definitely. But I mean, at the end of the day, that comes down to you know, taking the money you make in basketball and turning it into more money. But you yep. know, we're not making any money from basketball in college. Um, you got to yeah. make your own money, kind of. So you're um, you're pretty zoned in. You're pretty zoned in on going to college. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You want you want so it's based on just the education piece of it. Is that kind of uh, no, family? Not, not just that. No, uh, you know a few different things. Um, uh, just not going to get you know too much into it. Uh, but basically, you know the education. You know, uh, the college. You know, experience, experience that makes sense. Um, uh, and then you know a few other things, but. So, and, and I'm assuming development too, as well. I mean, it's yeah, another year for, for a guy like you who, how much you weigh right now? Uh, I've gotten up to like 192. Okay. So you're going to try, you're going to go to a school and you're going to put on like, for the first time, you're going to have like a team of people focused on how yeah. much he's eating, what is he eating, what, you know, at the NBA level, what does he need to be, you know, where, how are we going to get him there? The strength and conditioning from experience is the biggest jump that you're going to see and you're, you're going to love it because I can already tell you're a workhorse and a guy who just stays in the gym, but that's the biggest jump. So with education playing a big role in it um, and uh, on top of that development and other stuff, that'll be a, a thing for you. So G league, that, that thing's kind of just not, not in your cards, at least not what you're thinking. Uh, not at this time. Uh, I got you. Yeah, for sure. But name, image, likeness. So you brought that up. Yeah. College athletes eventually, who knows? Let me tell you something about the NCAA. If they can drag their feet, they're going to put cinder blocks in their shoes and do it. So, <laughs> if, you know, hopefully that's done. And by the time you're on campus, let's say hypothetically it is. What are what are some things? Uh, are you? Is it all going to be kind of YouTube based? You want to be able to just put your stuff out? Or are you going to do? You know, would you like to be able to do deals with other like companies and brands? Oh yeah, of course. Definitely a mix. Um, if I can generate my own revenue, you know, let's say that'd be from, you know, YouTube or, you know, start streaming video games, Twitch, you know, there's a million different, you know, possibilities for revenue, uh, in 2020, um, on the internet itself. Um, and then, you know, also other deals, uh, whether that be, you know, doing a commercial for a company or posting, uh, an ad on my social media, yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of different opportunities. Um, once I make some money, you know, there's millions of different things you can do. You go into, uh, you know, rental properties, different mm -hmm. stuff like that, investments, uh, stuff like that. So th there's, yeah, there's a lot of different ways. I love it, bro. Hey, just listening to you right now. I, so I just, this spring, I, I graduate with a, um, sport management and political science degree. So that's like zoned for like agency. If I start my own agency, all I need is a game. <laughs> listen. I just need a sit down, Chet. We'll just sit down and talk, all right? All right. All right. Just a sit down. Nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. Nobody can get us in trouble. But just, I love where your head's at with everything in terms of the work on the court and off the court. We agree on on a lot of different stuff. But, bro, I really appreciate you jumping on the pod. I'm gonna give five more minutes. We're gonna run down this game, and then I'm gonna let you go. Okay, bro? Yeah, for sure. All right, folks, that was Chet Holmgren on Subject to Change. And before we let him jump out of here, we're going to play a great game to wrap up the new year. Thank God 2020 is gone. But before it is, we're going to do this. New year, new me. 
I'm going to read off two options of a New Year's resolution, and Chet's going to pick which one he would rather do and why. You ready, Chet? Chet, are you ready? Hello? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm waiting. Okay, okay. okay. All right, three, two, one. Number one, read more books or learn how to cook? Uh, I think I'm already pretty good at cooking, but uh, I feel like there's more I can learn, but definitely learn how to cook. Not a big reading guy. Not a big reading guy. Okay, but let, what's a go-to dish for you if you're cooking? Don't tell me mac and cheese. If I'm you're just cooking. cooking. No, not mac and cheese. If I could make anything, it would definitely be like a filet mignon, serpentor, something, something. Yeah. I'd have to look up a recipe, but, uh, you know, and I'd have to get like a pretty decent budget, but, you know, that's definitely a go-to. <laughs> That'll take care of itself. Number two, start doing yoga or pick up meditation? Uh, Both. I feel like both would be good. Yeah, they go hand in hand. Do you do any yeah. yoga? Uh, I have. I wouldn't say I do it on a regular basis, but I have. Gotcha. All right, number three. We talked about this in the in the full episode. Make sure you go listen to it. Delete social media or stop watching TV. What would you do? I don't really watch TV other than basketball, which isn't really TV. Um, right. So I'd say stop watching TV. Okay, you don't got any go-to shows, no Netflix stuff? You're not a big guy in that? Nah, I used to, but, you know, being busy kind of just stopped, I guess. Why do I have this weird feeling that you might be a Naruto Naruto guy? Like anime, a little bit? Not at all. I hate anime. Uh, I don't understand how people watch it. It's so cringy to me. I, and people are going to hate me and say stuff about me saying that. But I'm not care. a big anime guy either, but I thought maybe you had hey, some. But, but if there's a future endorsement in that, I'm a huge anime guy. Look at this businessman working. Number four. All right. Only wear one pair of shoes or wear the same fit every single day? Same fit. I'll just go all black. Like you're doing right now, just a, just a nice pretty much. All black. You can put all black with any shoes, pretty much. All black. Text, all text right. suit. I like it. All right. We talked about what Chet did in his free time, but he said he pretty much just plays basketball, so I don't know where we're going with this one. Would you rather <laughs> journal every day or draw every day? What was the first one? Journal. Journal. Uh, definitely draw. I'm a big doodler. Uh, I'd be in class, in class doodling. Um, but I feel like doodling, you could doodle a journal. So, like, same thing. Kind of. All right. So, one or the other. Okay, okay. Number six. I did this for four days and, like, 12 hours. Go vegan or no more sweets? No soda, candy, cookies, none of that. Go vegan. I'm not... So, like, ice cream and stuff, that's all sweets, not just candy. Right, all that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like going vegan would be good for me. Actually, no, nah, no, nah, I need, I need mm. calories. I, I, I'm too skinny to be vegan. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry to the vegans out there. Yeah, we no, no shame. Crap, we're not but... any vegans. We're not doing that. We don't need that kind of heat. Me yeah, or... yeah. I'm, I'm, but I need my, my ice cream and stuff. So, uh, yeah, definitely, gotcha. definitely, yeah. All right, number seven, only cold showers every day or you take an ice bath every day? Ice bath every day? Every day. You're going to feel great. Honestly, I don't think I've ever taken a real ice bath. What? I've put my – I haven't gone any higher than, like, just past my knees, really. It's too cold. I, I'll do a cold tub, but the ice, once it gets to ice bath, it's too much. It's too really? Much. So if there's sitting ice, you're not getting in it? No. 
I'll cover that, I'll cover myself completely in ice bag before I get an ice bag. Can't do no, it. That, yeah, that that'll that'll probably change here. You let me know in six months. I, I know it's gonna change, but number eight, run a thousand miles in a year or do a thousand push ups every day. Runner or a pusher? Run how many miles? A thousand miles in a year. So, so that's three a day? That's not that bad. What is that? I'd rather do, I'd rather do a thousand push ups though. All right. It'd take like, it'd take like, nah, it'd probably take every like 45 day? minutes. I'd be buff. Like, I'm not complaining. I'd be huge. That would be stupid. All right. Okay. I, do, I do do a lot of push ups, not a thousand though. No, no shot. Number nine, get a girlfriend or no girls at all in your life. Not sure how that one goes with mom's allowed, sister, that's fine, but no girls. Say, or get a girlfriend or no girls at all? Yep, cold turkey. Yeah, that's an easy, easy answer, get a girlfriend. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know who would say the other one. Listen, I didn't write this, Chad. Don't yell at me. Uh, yell at me. I'm not mad at you. I'm just, I'm questioning the question. Hey, I read it and I'm like, I probably wouldn't choose the latter. But anyways, number 10, <laughs> you answered it right. Uh, hit the gym three times a day or eat 5,000 calories a day? Both. To I'm going to say Chet Holmgren probably is doing both right now. Both, yeah. Are you a 5,000 calorie a day guy? Uh, yeah, the, the hardest part about eating a lot is cooking a lot because it's easy to eat. But, you know, the hard part's cooking, cleaning, what you use to cook, uh, the time it takes to cook. You know, it's yeah. one day I'll have a personal chef, hopefully. No um, doubt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, how could I say? Like, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say that she I'll isn't. I'll say that right now. Anyway. A terrible cook. You could say that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that about my mom, even if she was. I love cook. her, but she knows she can't cook. She can bake like two things, and that's it. That's the only thing. <laughs> my pops is the one. But anyways, everybody, that was Chet Holmgren on New Year, New Me. Make sure you go check out the full episode and the entire podcast. Other than that. Enjoy your day, folks. Be kind to each other, and we'll see you next time. Peace.